Welcome everyone to the 14th season of Get Your Popcorn Ready. We have another season of podcasts, hopefully. I don't know um, who the hosts will be, but this week it'll be none other than Brett Johnstone and me. And hey. we're here for our preseason podcast. And we just talked about championship rings that you can get or a grill. And Brett was not impressed by either, I think. <laughs> yeah, so Austin... As part of the new, the brand new trophy, <clears throat> he could order a free gift, and his options were the championship ring, the fake grill that I thought was a cooking grill, but apparently it's a grill that you put in your mouth, which I think he should have ordered that because every year the winner would have to pass on something that they put in their mouth to the next, <laughs> to the next winner. You join like a, a club, an exclusive club at that point. You'd be like making out with all your league mates. <laughs> Is that the club talking about? It sounds like a fantasy for Brett. It's like he's like one step closer less, to actually making out with Grant. Less making out and more just like swapping drool and like food. That's making it. And like food in your mouth. Why would you have food? Wouldn't the guy clean it? Are you saying some of us are not going to clean the grill and just give it to the next person? Well, have you ever worn one of those retainers where, like, over time, when you take it out of your mouth, it has, like, hardened... That's why we... That's why I couldn't even bring it up as a broach as a topic, because it would just get out of hand. We we would actually probably order one every year, because it would be really funny. (laughs) You would just, like, put it on the wall or something. (laughs) I got another fantasy championship grill that has the saliva of... Of Grant. Well, Grant's Grant's never gonna win. Oh so yeah, he won't have so, to worry yeah. about it. Well, at least like Kyle's not gonna wear it, I think. So like that would be a pretty clean. But like, who do you think would wear it so much that you'd be worried about Kyle, having? Uh, Kyle might surprise you. He's so gonna... you think like he goes home, he's just gonna put it on while the Spartans game is going like during basketball season. I don't know what rituals he goes to during the Spartans game, but it's probably something very foreign to you and me. So that. That's it's a, a possibility. possibility. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so this is our preseason podcast, and I guess we're gonna kind of delve into what we think about each team. And I want to resurrect something we did in the past, which is called henchmen or Frenchmen. <laughs> I thought there was like one more villain or something, or is it just henchmen and Frenchmen? It's just henchmen or Frenchmen. Okay. And after you go through their team, you have to label them either a henchman or a Frenchman and give your reasoning as to why. Sounds good. Uh, where, do, where do we start? Are we starting? I thought we were going to look at the draft, but I guess in that case, you really don't have to look at the draft results at all. Well, naturally, as we go through each team, you'll be able to kind of see yeah. what they did for their draft. Um, which draft team? Is it? It's a big. Which team monster. do you want to look at first? Oh, that's a good question. Who do we? Because we can look at the draft results by team. Do Let's... we start with the first team, the first pick? Let's start with the first pick. Who Mr. Boats and Tos <laughs> and Toes and Hoes. So with the second place, Jake. Who did he get first place last year and the year before? 
I don't know. I'm looking at the trophy. <laughs> it has incomplete so, years. So I got the trophy and it ends at 2017 where he did win. <laughs> yeah. He and won he, in 2017, he, but we have five years of emptiness. He probably won somewhere in between that as well. I want to say he I'm did. I'm guessing he did. I, I, I'm, I'm almost, I, I am positive. I just can't remember what year. I just, I, two years ago? Yeah, I want to say 2020. We need to give him a last place finish one. I want to say he's, tired a, of him he's, he's a pre-COVID winner. He is a pre, well he's, yeah. I don't think he's won since COVID. I guess Kyle technically is the only post-COVID winner. Yeah. Yeah, Jake won in 2020. All I know is he's won recently. Well, what do you think of Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara? Ooh, he got three, four, four receivers after that? Well, he, so he kept um, Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase yeah. which was majorly advantageous. And I don't know, I'm looking at the rest of his team. Cortland Sutton, I mean, he could be good with Russell Wilson throwing to him, but Cortland Sutton's kind of been kind of hit or miss, hasn't he? I've been seeing this strategy happen a lot in our league. Where people draft back-to-back tight ends or back-to-back quarterbacks. Yeah, because you get lazy. You don't want to leave the page that you're looking at the list of tight ends. You don't want to think about it. And that's what he did for both positions. He has Garrett Everett, which I don't know who that is. And Noah Fant. I didn't know Garrett Everett was on the Chargers. I thought he was on the Rams. (laughs) Well, so he's, he's, he's wearing a Seattle jersey in his picture. I know that. I knew he used to fight for Seattle. <laughs> There's that, like three different versions of him that you could have drafted there. So, oh, he was in the Rams before the Seattle. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what it is. But yeah. Um, There's just a lot of guys on his team that. This is, I don't know. They're just. You, you pretty much know who they are. That's the the best way to put it. Yeah. Like, his... by now, you know who most of these players are. Like, there's not... not a big ceiling. Like, you know who Metcalf and Thielen, Cousins... Like, they've played so many seasons. Lockett. Like, there's Gordon. Like, their ceilings are all reached. I don't think there's a, anybody with a career year coming out. Yeah, these are all... Except right, for this... Jamar Chase, maybe. That's a good way of putting it. Well, maybe DK Metcalf will... Finally, do stuff, Finally. but then he has a two. But he took Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, so he's got that receiving core locked down. It's kind of like me and the Chargers. Yeah, but you know he didn't have to spend the first six rounds to get first five rounds to get either of them, like you. <laughs> How do you think he's gonna finish this season? Um, let's see. Probably like. How many games do we have now? I don't even remember because of the weird schedule. You think he's going to make the playoffs again? Weeks. We have 15 weeks, so like nine and six. Nine and six. Nine and six. That'll make him playoffs then. Yeah, I think the fact that he's got Jamar Chase as a keeper is going to give him a huge advantage. Oh, he's in the shitty division, so definitely nine and six. <laughs> yeah, he is in the shittier division. Who's... Who was captain of that division? Wasn't it him? Yeah, he okay. picked Chris, Alex, and the two girls. Right, but they're shitty because of Chris, essentially, right? Yeah. 
I don't even know who's. I couldn't even name a player on Chris's team because he wasn't at the draft, so I wasn't really paying attention. I actually so, looked at Chris's team before this. Is His it really team good? It's really good. Okay, yeah. I bet. So let's before we move on. Do you want do you want to label Jake a henchman or a Frenchman? Henchman's the good one, right? Or is it not? It's, you can you can make a case for whatever you call him. Well, I want whatever the villain is. That's what Jake is. There are French villains out there. Are they? Are they? They're not good. <laughs> they're <laughs> shitty French <laughs> villains. <laughs> like, they don't make noise. They're like down low in the criminal <laughs> drug yeah. lord ring. Right, but henchmen don't make noise either. They're just disposable henchmen. I guess we can give him. Let's give him a solid tier henchman. Like he's a he's a henchman that's like working his way up. What? <laughs> he's not like a low tier henchman. He's like a. He's more like a ringleader. Of, yeah. Uh, he hires a lot of henchmen <laughs> to work for him. Right. He's he's he's, he's like he's a running, manager. He's a middle he's a manager man, henchman. He's running like a fake coffee cafe <laughs> in France, but he's just having these people do like random like petty crimes. That's what that's what I think of. No, I can see that. I think that because he's that established. Works. His team's established with great history and his. His current construction is all like solidified. He's got, Jake's got a good pedigree. <coughs> like the people are all solid on his team. I, I never go into a season think Jake, thinking Jake's gonna get last place. I'd love to see that happen because I think he'd be like a fun person to do the last place punishment. I feel him. like he would be an adventurous person. Yeah, he, he would be fun to watch. He do might the last do place the punishment. nails one. For... He would do he would do something extreme, and he yeah. would he would like it would be fun. Well, <laughs> all right. I guess your team's next if we're going in order of the draft. <laughs> my, my team kind of sucks. I think my favorite thing about you, <laughs> getting a text message from you that said, every time I look at my team, it feels worse. <laughs> I was staring at it this morning, and like the more I look at it, the more I'm not very happy with this team. I just want to know, why did you draft five receivers in the first six drafts? Because <laughs> every time... I, it was my turn. I would be like, yeah, I need a tight end. Yeah, I need a running back. But then I'd look and they all suck. And I'm like, well, I mean, there's a there's another receiver that's going to be a number one for his team. So I might as well just keep, you know, eventually trade them later or something. I don't This is... Well, who, what are you most hopeful? Like, what's the best, like, record you think you can get with your current construction of your team? I think if Deontay Johnson stays healthy, I think I got him as a steal. Deontay Johnson never stays healthy. <laughs> I've had him for two of the last three seasons. Like, I saw him where you took him, but I didn't even know you took him. And I still couldn't do it. Like, it was like round six when you <laughs> took him. And I was like, he's going to be injured. His ADP was like His 60 numbers is, less than where I took like him. 15 targets a game. I know. But he does it in like two and a half quarters because he's gone to utter. He's, he's, he's out rehabbing. Yeah. Two and a half. But he'll be back next week in the same prom. But... The problem I had was that he's getting um, Trubisky throwing the football to him instead of Big Ben. Right. The or noodle arm Big Ben really could only throw 10 yards, but at least it was on target. Trubisky, Trubisky had flashes of greatness, but if he sucks, Pickett, Pickens or Pickett look good in the preseason. So you're going to go for that? So, yeah, if he doesn't get injured, I think I'll go like 9-6. and six. If he gets injured, like a, like a season-ending injury. You're in big trouble. I think I go like 4 and like I'm going to be fighting for last place. So I think it hinges on him. Your tight ends are good for what you got him at. Like you didn't 
since you didn't pay up. Yeah, I, I got um, value for that. You have your eight-string running back, who is my f- favorite thing about him was the whole volume. He's he's not like an elusive runner or a spreader. <laughs> he's a volume runner, is what they write his bio as. Like he's guaranteed to if you give him the ball 15 times, he can carry it. But what he can do with it, other than that, is <laughs> no, a, one no, no one knows. We're talking about Tyler <laughs> Algier, which is Brett's is, keeper of the future. He's to labeled him. according to the unofficial depth chart of the team as the eighth string running back. But I'm keeping him just so I can start him and show Austin that I start him. It's kind of, it's like my Tanyan of this yeah. year. Um, I definitely know what your team follows for the henchmen or Frenchmen. I would label myself a Frenchman. It's definitely team. a Frenchman. Right. Well, you got Khalil Herbert. <laughs> guy who French? got... No, but he got carted off yesterday. Oh, yes! <laughs> and now he... He, he got y'all, back to practice today, the next is, day. Y'all, I woke up this morning and there was a message on my little like update. It said, Khalil Herbert, who I think is going to be a starter very soon, he got carted off from practice. And then not, what, 10 hours later, he's back at practice the next yeah. day. So it's like, But what? nobody asked him, like, what happened? They just said he's practicing again. And that's the end of the that, report. That's the end of the report. No one knows. <laughs> nobody asked, like... What was the injury? Like, why was he carted off? Like, you can't even find that information. You just know he was carted off yesterday, but he's just practicing today. Like, I bet he made a really good happened. volume play with his volume skills. And he, <coughs> got, he got carted off, like, as a king. What? Like a, like a French king. That doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> you know, what, what do they call those things where they, they carry you off? Yeah, but, like... So you thought he got carted off that way. A litter, like like a litter. Yeah, like not an actual cart. Like he probably did, like some trainer drove him off. Yeah. All right, Uh, who's the next team? Technically it's me, but they do it by my homies, so we can go by Sarah Nix. Ma's homies. I always say homies because she didn't spell homies homies correctly. Uh Oh, Ma's homies? Ma's homies. Ma's homies. Is Patrick Mahomes spelled with two M's? I don't think it is. <laughs> so not only did she get, like, I, I always bring this up every year, but she, she doesn't change it. I think it's to, like to get me to talk about it more because it's, it's working. It like it gets in my head. It lives rent free in my head. It's working. Um, she went quarterback and running back the first six rounds. Yeah, she. This, so she this said, is a strategy. She did the opposite of you and said, "Fuck getting a receiver in the first six rounds." The first time she ever did this strategy, she actually won the league, didn't she? Probably. It was like she got Mahomes super early, I think. Well, the thing that's good is that all her receivers are still really good, and she didn't draft one until like around eight, nine, nine. Like she got all those projects that are really like. You're talking about her receivers? Yeah, Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, and Chris Godwin have all been to the Pro Bowl, but they're all but they're like all washed like... up, quote unquote. <laughs> but they, but she got them late, so like maybe we all should have waited for a receiver. I'm at Michael Thomas's updates, and all it talks about is his hamstring injury. It's been <laughs> so for it's like not... two years. <laughs> that, I think that's why people would kind of stay away from him. Um, but yeah, if her receivers which she only has them and Russell Gage holds on, she'll be fine. But I don't even know when Chris Goblin's coming back. It's supposed to be the first month he's injured right now. Yeah, he's, he's injured. She's got Montgomery. He's a huge injury risk because I've, I've owned him. He's always getting... Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, we all know 
risk you're taking when you take him? She, oh, yeah, she has Naheem. She like, has Naheem, Naheem Hines. It's not oh, this backup? Yeah. But that would be like a fifth stringer, probably. On her team. Grant used to like rave about Naheem Hines, like back when he was like a rookie. He said he was going to be like the next breakout star, and it never really happened, but it's. I always remember that because Grant loves that guy, or used to love him at least. He probably doesn't love him anymore. Probably not. He kind of stayed away from him in the trap. Um. Yeah, Josh Allen, hmm. Lamar Jackson, they'll get her. This team is also gonna be. Like, I, I think once the injuries start happening with this team, I think it falls apart. Uh, eight and seven. I'd go seven and eight. <laughs> okay. I think eight and seven. It's not that I love Sarah. Okay. It's just that I think the injuries. This is definitely a henchman team. It's not a Frenchman team. I, I See, I would disagree. I would say this is more of a Frenchman team. Why is that? Because Frenchmen, they, they're brittle, and this team is brittle as well. Like Frenchmen are artists. Like they're artists cool. and lovers. They're not fighters. This is not a fight. This is a, this is a lover and artist. This is a cohesive team that's about to do a bank robbery. She's her team's probably gonna destroy me when I play her. Probably. And that's gonna be the bank robbery. <laughs> She's gonna rob you of all your fab money. You're gonna make a bet with her. She's gonna take it. Yeah, they, got the, they, got, they got they got the king Dalton Schultz, the most hyped, hyped up tight end of the year. Everybody thinks he's the sixth best tight end. Really? Well, yeah. He was pretty good last year, wasn't he? Well, at least where she got him is probably where he was going. It wasn't like a reach or anything. I've just seen people go crazy for him. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about her team? No, I think, uh, I think that just about covers it. Well, we can go to the Stray Cats homies. They were fourth drafting. Yeah, this team um, I looked at, and I, I think this team's pretty good. I haven't looked at this team because when I was drafting, I was trying to find Cooper Cup for like a minute, and like he wasn't available. I'm assuming he got drafted really early, right? No, he was four overall, but I didn't realize Chris had dropped, drafted him ahead of me. Because Chris wasn't there? Yeah, so I like put in KUP and he wasn't available. Yeah, Chris, those, those in-person drafts are really fun, so, so you got um, to beat those. He was having food poisoning, I think. Uh, so it wasn't great. Next time, just draft from Austin's bathroom. You can sit in there. I'll give you the master's bathroom. He'll give you the master's bathroom. whole area. But yeah, his team is, he went t the tight end strong. Everybody tries this. Will it work this year? The t taking two tight ends Kelsey early? Kittle's really good. That's a really good combo. I mean, Kittle he's got, is very brittle. I've I like his him. receivers too. Cup, Lamb. Stevenson's, I think, is gonna be pretty good. Yeah, I really like Stevenson at nine. Yeah, that, that was, I think, that was the running back I should. Why did you not take him? I don't know, I just wasn't thinking. I just grabbed the receiver. Who did you take? Oh, you took Dawson Knox. Okay. Instead of Stevenson? Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I needed a tight end, so. I said you could have weighed it. You got like <laughs> Pat Freemuth like or two rounds later. You would have been back just back, as, man. you would have been just as happy with that guy. Back to back. Um, I think this, this team has a good shot know, making that, it to the playoffs. This, this team is strong. Yeah, he got Robert Woods late. Um, I like Henderson, Elijah Moore. It feels weird because normally I make fun of Chris when I'm talking about <coughs> fantasy football because his teams are normally not great. Not the best, but this year I think he, he really did his homework, which uh, is, it's good to see Chris. He said he normally doesn't do his homework. <laughs> 
that what you're trying to say? Because I know somebody who did their homework, and it may have been you. Because every year you just have like this inside battle between the San Diego receivers, and you feel this need to fill the void. And if you don't, you like panic. And then this year you're like, "Fuck it, I'm taking both of them." And I don't know if that's working. That offense is so prolific. That's why I took both of them. It's, it's a really good offense. But every year, like you're just like. You don't see any other team's receivers. No, I, you just I, see I'm addicted to Chargers receivers for some reason. I don't know why. Every year, they're just on top of your list. The only question marks on his team are Lazard and Penny. Well, Penny's got the job now that Alex's guy has a hernia issue. Is Penny any good? No, but he still has the job. So he can be. He's going to be like Algier. He's a volume-based running back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do anything. But, hey. Yeah, that's probably his weakest position, this running back with Jacobs, Penny, and yeah, Stevens. You could tell he got his running backs late, but I think he got value from Stevens For each and of Jacobs. them. They have upside on each of them. Yeah, so the rest of his team is pretty stacked. Mm. His, his tight end scared the crap out of him because his tight ends could easily win the game for him, even if like, the rest of his players don't do that well. Yeah. Well, he's okay, so he's definitely a high tier henchman. He's, he's a henchman that's been promoted and. Like hires other henchmen, so he's he's, he's, he's not middle management henchman like Jake's team. He's who's more like most, upper level management. Oh, henchman. upper level management. Like he's he's pretty close to the owner. Like he's in the he's in the back doing all the heavy lift, but you never see him in the front where Jake is. Right. But Jake's in middle Jake, management. Jake's in middle man. So he's he's doing a lot of the dirty work and getting his hands dirty, whereas Chris is not getting his hands dirty. He's he's making someone else. Jake? Is that, is that what you're trying to imply? I agree that he's a henchman, but I didn't know we had that many levels of henchmen. Is this just going to be like the, a pyramid? There's, there's going to be this, this like, tree of, of henchmen. And then, are like you, a I have a feeling Grant's going to be working below Jake. Oh, I can't wait to get to Grant. We should talk about, <laughs> about his status. Well, he's coming soon, but I'm Nyx with my running back heavy team. Let's go look at your team here. I don't know if you call them running back heaven, but I just have a... <laughs> your quarterbacks! <laughs> I just pulled up your team. Your quarterbacks are okay. Trey Lance and D. Mills. Who the hell is D. Mills? He's Davis Mills. Put some respect on his name. Oh so the biggest goodness. thing was I left the draft with my number two quarterback as my number one quarterback, and I number three quarterback as my number two quarterback so that's a bad thing like somewhere i fucked up because i was supposed to get trey lance as my number two quarterback and he became my number one quarterback so i do need saquon barkley to be a running back one which everybody hates but he could do it but i mean the giants are gonna hold him back because they just they're better this year okay the whole reason why i drafted saquon barkley is there's Never been, and since 2012, there's never been a running back over 27 years old that's finished as quarter running back one for the season. That only leaves, of all the people that are drafted early, only leaves four guys. It's DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris, and Nick Chubb. So you want you went for youth in that Yeah, because that's the only, like, of the people that you would draft, those are the only ones that have, like, nobody's repeated as court running back one. So I was going for ultimate ceiling. And by the time it came to Barkley, I had to take him because like the guys after him were just as injury prone. It was 
was it Elijah Eli Mitchell and J.K. Dobbins? Those guys, uh, James Conner. So they're just as risky, but they don't have an upside anywhere near Saquon Barkley's upside. But even um, Devin, with Devin Booker, whoever the running back was last year, he's gone. So he's their only guy on the Bills team, basically, is the Bills offense. So you want something because it's going to be high volume. But he could get injured in the first week. You're, That's you're, possible. Your running backs are really going to have to help you out because I, I, I really don't like your team outside of them. Well, I took three high upside receivers. Terry McLaurin supposedly has the best quarterback ever that he's had. Well, he has terrible quarterbacks. Terry before. McLaurin is good. You're right. Brandon, Brandon Cook. I know everybody hates Davis Mills, but Brandon Cook has only one season outside of the top 20 in receivers. So he's finished inside the top 20 every season but one. So you're banking on the Davis Mills, Brandon Cook's like link up. Though. And like, then everybody loves Darnell Mooney. So hopefully they're right. I don't know much <laughs> about him. I don't. I've never. I'm. I, I. I stand behind Christian Kirk because they paid him a ton of money. Christian Kirk has looked really good. Like, I would actually start Christian Kirk over... He probably Mooney. will start. I would start like, him over Mooney. I have to start either him or Cordero Patterson, who I... Even though he's running back one, I anticipate to use him hopefully only eight games. Atlanta he, sucks. And he gets worse and worse as the season goes right, on. So I just gave up the trade value for him, so nobody should pick him up. He gets... Like, the closer it gets to the end of the season, the shittier he gets. But I'm really hoping... I basically need the Texans to do really well, which is a high ask. That is... That is a really need, high ask. And then I need David Njoku to do really well because they franchised it. So I'm I, basically, I drafted this all based on money, which is probably a horrible idea. Like David Njoku, they franchise tagged him. Like, why would they do that? Who, why was Njoku franchise yeah. tagged? He's why not, would they do that if they player. don't want to use him? So it doesn't make any sense. All of my decisions were based on what based the on team, money? That why the team did that. Like yeah. they, the team wants Trey Lance to start. The team wants Darnell, Darnell Mooney to start. The team really wants Saquon, like all this stuff is just, they gave Christian Kirk a ton of money. Like, why are they doing that? So if they're just doing it just to get fans, then I'm definitely fucked. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Because they're all based well, yeah, like, it yeah. Shows that the team or like planning they, to use yeah. them more often, but a lot of times when players get their money, that's But they could have just let Njoku walk. Why did they franchise tag him? That doesn't make any sense. But they say Brissett does love tight ends, so hopefully that works. But that's my maybe team. He's, maybe he's like dating the cousins, the cousin of the owner or something. Or he's just <laughs> trying to hook him up for the Browns. <laughs> <You're right>. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Is this a Hens- Hens- Hensman or Frenchman? I definitely think you are a Frenchman. It's definitely a Frenchman team. You're a. <laughs> it's a team filled with questions, motivated by money. <laughs> so you're like a greedy Frenchman. Yeah. You're like, a, you're like a businessman Frenchman. So you're not like the artist. I'm like that. You're not the I'm artist. Like that Frenchman. shitty. Well, they're not even a team anymore. That F1 team that were owned by the French. I don't even know if they're still Renault. I feel like that's how my team is. We're just a greedy team picking that's never the best. Like, yeah. I, I would put my team at like max 10 wins, but probably closer to that. I'm just trying to get to the playoffs and hope I, for the best. I'm going to put you at Sarah's kind of position, 7 and 8. <laughs> it has to. My quarterback has to hit somehow. Davis Mills. I, don't, I think you're going to regret that as the season goes on. I'm, I'm on the whole, like, the quarterback's the bus driver. 
and the rest of the team. You know, Trent Dilfer won that way. way. He was not the... That's true. So, but we don't have defense, so I don't know how I'm going to win. But we're going to win. We're going to win with uh, Damien Pierce, best running back of the draft. Maybe. Well, I'm glad you're in my division because I get to play you twice. That'll be good. We're now on to DK Metcalf. Oh, Grant's team? Yeah, your favorite. Let's go take a look at Grant's team. Dak Prescott, which that was a good pick because we all wanted him right around that same time. Yeah. I like um, DJ Moore. Is Mac Jones any good? Was he good last year? He'll be fine. I wanted him where he got him. Like by that time, you needed to take a risk and he's like worth the risk. Did he put up solid numbers fantasy-wise last year? Because I don't, I don't he's remember He's not like him. great for fantasy, but he's great in real life. Like he doesn't turn, no, because he doesn't turn over. He follows the like the Belichick way where he doesn't turn over the ball and that's all that Bill Belichick cares about. So you get, your possessions are not takeaways. But whether he can produce fantasy numbers, we'll see. But what was it? There was a recent thing about him that was really funny. Like he, somebody, he threw a perfect pass to somebody and I think he said something along the line, like he ran all the way down to the touchdown area and was like, hold on to these nuts or something like random like that. Something bold. He said something and we're like, we don't expect Matt Jones to say something like that. So that was pretty, that was a thumbs up on Team Matt Jones. Um, he's big on like flashy young receivers, like Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle. Talk about Grant. Renfro, Sky Moore, Devonta Smith. He's all like upside. Oh, Chris. Grant has always been because Grant. I mean, pictures himself as a as wide, bad as he is wide receiver. Football, he he follows football very closely, so he he knows who the up and comers always are this season because he he follows the drafts religiously. Um, I don't think it's really translated to success for him because because I think he picks up too many projects. I think they're all going to break out at the same time. Usually one will. But the rest kind of always keep his team mediocre. Well, he's got the massage man with his 11-game suspension, Mr. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would hold on to him for eight. Was it eight or ten weeks? He's 11, I think, 11 now. weeks? Yeah. Our, our bench 12. spots. He doesn't play so till... few bench spots. Yeah, I, I don't hold think on to he him. plays till week 12. Yeah, it's, it's too... Those, those bench spots are too valuable to hold on to him. Um, he'll get value when he comes back. I feel like Tony Pollard is... Either going to be really good or really bad. I. Like they got to decide. Depends what happens to Zeke. Well, he definitely has his homerism with him and Gallup and Prescott. They're all on the team. Yeah, he's, he's, I don't he's, know. This team definitely looks like four and eleven or eleven and four. Okay, so you don't like this team. <laughs> no, I think it's either going to be four and eleven or eleven and four because all these guys is are they finally going to hit like from Javante Williams all the way to like all these rookies like. There's so much hype. And if they do what they're supposed to, they're gonna be really good. But if none of them pan out, then they just he just has a bunch of wide receiver threes instead of wide receiver one slash twos. Right. Yeah, I just this team's more of a question mark to me. Because Renfro kinda of came out of nowhere. Because his wide receivers are either the best of all of everyone or the worst. You're talking about from game to game? Yeah. Like it. Devontae Smith, I don't trust, but Renfro was surprisingly good last yeah, year. Yeah, he's a good receiver. DJ Moore is supposed to be good. Jerry Judy's always supposed to be good. Hmm. And his bench has S. Moore and Ole, which I don't know who those Sky Moore. He's, he loves projects. They're both rookies. 
so yeah, I think so, they are Frenchmen. You think he's a Frenchman? Yeah. Huh, man. But he's got all these fancy players. Well, Dressed up nice. Yeah. Going to like a High cocktail potential. party. Yeah. Dancing in front of the. Acting like they're in their third year of their season, but it's just their rookie season. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a low tier henchman. I don't think it's quite as off as Frenchman, but he's definitely one of Jake's <laughs> low tier workers. See, I predicted that. I, I have this whole like web that you've created of all these people in the league and you should like write it all out and then make it like a 3d print and then give it to everybody but jake so jake doesn't send him to get to like kill people he sends him to get coffee for the other henchmen. yeah like to do really stupid stuff like make 50 coffees of right it's an up-and-coming brochure it's a, that it's is a like brochure. a front for yeah jake's coffee shop he does the marketing for yeah. their, their front office essentially That's why he's got so much time to invest in all these rookies. He's just doing right, bitch yeah. jobs. The, the rookie, the rookie henchman, I think, correlates well with his team. So I'm gonna, oh. leave, it, I'm gonna leave it at that. And we've been through what five players. I'm gonna do this this shot of whiskey that you gave me. Okay. And I'm gonna we've tell you through, how it tastes. Well, we've been through six, but okay. Oh, that's. Awful. Okay, so the whole point of oh, this... Oh, that's terrible. The whole point of this is, I want to read to you what Mark Webster wrote. That is When terrible. he tried it, he wrote, I brushed my teeth twice since last night, and I can still taste that Elijah <laughs> Craig. It was so good. Mark, I agree with you that I can still taste it. I will be tasting it tomorrow morning, but I wouldn't say it was good. That was just awful. But oh, like, that's like burning my throat. Oh. oh man, but I felt like that you needed to taste it to get the quote that he just That's... wrote. Like he brushed his teeth twice and it still was that good to it's, him. It's not as bad as that turkey, what's it called? That stupid turkey drink? Wild turkey? That is the worst drink of all time, but this is pretty close. So, one of the sponsors of Elijah Craig is uh, Max Homa. He's Max like, Homa? Yeah. He's a big, he's a big Elijah Craig. Y'all, let me give you the let me give you the history of Max Homa. <laughs> there was this commercial. So Max Homa's a golfer. If, if you don't know that, there was a commercial. It was for like it was for like the PGA like Champions commercial or something. And it starts off by going. It shows like all these different people and they're fans of specific golfers. And so it shows them. And the first guy's like, "Yeah, Tiger Woods. He's all I'm all in for Tiger Woods." And the other guy's like, "Phil Mickelson." <laughs> Phil Mickelson, lefty, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna take, we're gonna destroy with Phil Mickelson. And then it goes like, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler. And then it gets to the last guy, and he's like, Matt Homa. <laughs> no one's ever heard of this guy. He's, it's, he's such like a low tier golfer. Yet he's like in the same league as Tiger Woods. Like it's, it's the dumbest commercial I've ever seen. So every time Austin mentions Max Homa, I freak out. And I also freak out because this whiskey is still in my throat and it tastes terrible. To be fair, Max Homa, ever, probably ever since that commercial, has now won six times on tour. Really? Six yeah. times? Four, well, four on the PGA Tour, two on the Corn Fair. Oh, no one cares but about the four corn is still good. And he probably won one before that commercial, so he's won three times since the commercial. So it was a good thing for him. He said he finally figured it out. I need to go find that commercial and make that. Or I can change my team name to something Max Homa related. You should. 
All right, who's the next player? Um, Gus is sus. I don't. <laughs> I didn't. I have not seen her team, so I didn't realize she drafted Stefan Diggs first. Gus is sus. She got Stefan Diggs in the first round. Really? He had the most targets last year. That's what people keep saying. <sighs> you don't see that's convinced. I don't see him as a first round pick. I feel like he would be this year. Did she have like last pick in the first round? Seven, so not the last. So she could have taken other people. Mm. Dalvin Cook was after. Najee Harris was after. Yeah, uh, like... I don't think that was a good idea, but she could prove me wrong. If he turns out to be really good, that mm. would, that's a genius pick. I, I don't see it at this point. And maybe she's just trying to corner the wide receiver market since she already has I've been Justin. trying to corner the wide receiver but market. But she already has Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's... It's already she, better she, than any of your receivers. Just like Jake, she started off sitting pretty. But she has keeper. T. Higgins as well, which is interesting. I don't think I would have drafted another receiver. Well, we all probably wouldn't have drafted receivers if we knew how deep it went. Like she took him. Her running backs, Aaron Jones is good, but who's B. Hall? Brees Hall. He's a rookie, but he plays for the Jets, so that's sketch. She has very sketchy running backs. But Gibson. Is Gibson any good? Every report I read, he's sucking every day. <laughs> Devin Singletary was supposed to win the job, and he and he has this year, but he's won it like before, and he hasn't done anything. Singletary. So. I thought Singletary played for Buffalo. He does. That's another running back. Player. Oh. I was just looking at Gibson. But it's just like all these running backs that are like very questionable. Okay, so she got a lot of like on the fade type running backs. Yeah. With the running backs, I think you should always choose a player that hasn't really played yet that's up and coming. Well, her Not running like, backs are super young. Is Singletary pretty young? Yeah. And then Hall and Gibson are first and second years. So like they're just... Gibson and Singletary's had chances to start, but they haven't secured it. Right. And nobody knows about Hall. I like I like her quarterback um, situation, her tight end situation. I don't know either of her tight ends. Who are so they? the problem with Albert O, I really liked him, but then he was playing in the fourth quarter of the second preseason game, which is usually a red flag because players <laughs> they don't usually relegate you to the fourth quarter of the preseason game if you're actually going to start in the right? second game. Yeah, so like <laughs> maybe we're all like wrong because everyone is talking about how he's going to be used in all these positions, but why is he playing in the fourth quarter of the second game of a preseason? So nobody knows anymore. Um, I really like Jacoby Myers in the last round. He might never score a touchdown, but he's still good. <laughs> he's a good person in real life. <laughs> that's that's what he, you're looking for. Brandon Ayuk, who knows? Ayuk had that like really good like just, half a season. I'm just biased. I like the other guy, um, not Debo, but our 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 friend who's the receiver for us. And you, Danny Gray. Oh, Danny Gray plays for. They San drafted Francisco? him that like round. Th Four or three. Did anyone pick him up? Not yet. You can go get a seventh receiver while you're at it. Uh, we need more SMU players on our team, y'all. Let's let's all band together and, and then put in waiver requests for Danny Gray. I don't know who Trey McBride is, other than he's a tight end for Arizona. Like I have nothing. She he doesn't even have. He doesn't even have a picture. No, he doesn't. You see, that and her running back. Two of her starters don't have pictures. <laughs> That's not a good sign, is it? I think she's like top heavy, so she's like busty. That's her team. She's, she's busty. Yeah, that's top heavy. And then you just don't know. You just don't know after that. You're, you're just like, look down. You're just like, I don't know. Do you really want Daniel Jones? I think I Do gave her really a hard want... time when she drafted Bateman. Yeah. He's it's, good. I think he's going to be okay. Well, it's not because 
I didn't, I just honestly didn't know who he was. That's why I he's, gave her a hard time. So probably he might gonna end really up good. being wide receiver one for them. Okay, so that could be a good yeah. value pick then. I, I had but no what idea if I was. told you his nickname? That might change your decision about him. His name is Shoddy B. That's his nickname. 2022 is Shoddy B's breakout season. <laughs> was this his nickname in college? I don't know. It's the nickname that this guy is giving him on Fantasy Pros. So some random writer gave yeah. him the nickname Shoddy B? Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. He currently has an undisclosed soft tissue injury, oh, deemed always, to be minor. They always say that about undisclosed soft tissue injuries. Um, this is definitely a Frenchman team. They can't, they, they don't work hard enough to be henchmen. Yeah, just, this is like a like a dainty Frenchman. <laughs> I said it was a busty top <laughs> team, a, or it's, like it's a it's a it's like a cruise ship. You see all the people at the top, and it looks like a great party on the bottom. It's like where people are getting slaved away. Okay. Is like that like the Titanic down? where yeah. the people on top got to get off the Yeah, it looks and... it looks very fancy on the top but as you look down the boat, it <laughs> just like gets shittier and shit grimier. It's just like, oh, okay. I don't want to be down here with Albert O and James Robinson's Achilles. <laughs> so that's how I feel about this team. So Amanda, apparently Austin thinks your team's on very shaky foundations. So yeah, it's we will find probably out. I think that about his team, but six and nine? Six and nine? Uh I don't know. She's got I will Justin plant Jefferson. That flag, six and nine. I'm gonna give her eight and seven. The fact that she got Jefferson for free. Her quarterbacks are good. But you just said Stephon Diggs should not be a first rounder. He shouldn't be. That's why. That's why. Had she picked a good first rounder, I would have given her like a ten and. And you five. said, "Who the fuck is Brees Hall?" Is Gibson good? I didn't even know Bateman, <laughs> so I gave her a hard time. Oh, I'm going to give her a winning <laughs> record. I gave her a mediocre record. You literally record. gave her so much shit for her, like, who are these players? But hey, right. you got an 8-7 and seven record. All right, I'll Go. change it. 7-7-1. Seven, seven okay. Seven, this is like as mid-tier as I could possibly get her. I just thought it was funny. Like, I didn't realize seven, you were that high on her based on your knowledge of her <laughs> team. Justin like, Jefferson, her quarterbacks are solid. She's got some good running backs, but you're right. There's some... There's some Griminess down towards the bottom of this roster. This boat might sink as well. <laughs> you can state uh, your position. I planted my position. You, you, could, you planted you can, well, sir. Yeah. All right, we'll go to the villains. This is the league champions team. He's probably in Kyrgyzstan now. I don't know when he left, but. Did he leave today? He left this weekend, I assume. If he couldn't golf this weekend, I guess he left okay. this weekend. We don't know. I assume he was doing like Michigan we should, State. Like what we need to do is get on Tinder and look for mail until we swipe and find until Kyle. Until we find Kyle. Because he was apparently on this Tinder for Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> We've got to change our location to Kyrgyzstan. Then. Yeah, he did from here. You can do it. Can you on Tinder? Yeah. It's been a while since I've, I've used Tinder. Um, we should do it right now. I'm just kidding. Swipe until Kyle. we find Kyle. We're like, we're talking about your team. We're into American redheads. Yeah. We're into Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. Ooh. I knew the minute I let Michael Pittman go as my keeper, he was going to drop him before I would get be able to get him. And that sucks. And he did. So wait, but see, he did tight end, tight end too. Everybody does tight end, tight end. Well, his tight ends, Pitts, who I Ooh. still don't know who that is. He did 
And then Waller, Waller's good. He did quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. That's fancy. Aaron Rodgers, Trevor Lawrence, who was his third quarterback? Uh, Jameis Winston. He oh, yeah, he took Winston from me. That, oh, that made me so angry during the draft because I thought I was going to... He's using Winston as a backup, where I would have used him as a starter because I love Winston. But with that that new interception rule where we get negative, like all those negative points, remember? No, it's better now. The rules. It better. actually kind of hurts Winston. The rules he throws a, a lot better. of interceptions. Pick, you just have to avoid pick sixes. And he th- he throws a lot of pick sixes. <coughs> that he does. He took a lot of young receivers. Yeah, I'm looking at his team. Like again, it's top heavy. I'm looking towards the bottom. Like Tony sucks. I don't tell me that Tony's Tony's, Tony's the sucks. best. He's terrible. He's so good. Dude, he just gets injured. He's a he's a better version of Deontay Johnson because you can get him like six picks late, six <laughs> rounds later. Yeah, but uh, I mean, every time someone starts Tony against me, they lose. Every time, you always get like three points. Well, I was the one that had him, so apparently <laughs> so it was you that kept losing to me. <laughs> oh man, um, Eddie Eni Jr. I don't trust any Jacksonville running Eddie? back. Oh, you don't like Travis Etney? Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, he's, Eddie, he's got a couple of juniors on his team, like Irv Smith Jr., Michael Pittman Jr. Maybe Who the that's heck his... is London, Atlanta. He's a rookie receiver. Why would you want a receiver from Atlanta? And then why would you want a rookie receiver from Atlanta? <laughs> why don't you ask the man in Curtis, man? I wish I could ask him. Now that I've looked at his team, I have so many questions. This team is reeking a 500 football. You think it's gonna be seven, seven, and one? Yeah, this is this seven, is, seven. He's gonna get one. the tie against Amanda. This is another busty team. Top, <laughs> heavy. top heavy busty team with a little bit more potential on the bottom. Yeah, I don't. I mean, his top two receivers are Debo Samuel, who's pretty good, and then Pittman. I don't know a lot about Pittman's Pittman. supposed to break out this year, like top five. Top is five the receiver is the goal. Probably top ten is the reality. If, if Pittman's a top five receiver, he'll go it's to the playoffs. Basically, game. because of the thing about Matt Ryan is now his quarterback, and you know Matt Ryan just likes to throw it to one guy yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Matt, he locks on. Yeah. Okay, so would you would you put Kyle as a henchman or a Frenchman? It's a henchman. What kind of hierarchy of a henchman? Um, somebody that definitely over Jake. Um, oh, okay. Like he's the front and Chris is the back. Of the hierarchy of the, the henchman thing that you have, like he's the, by front. You mean he's like the the publicist? He's like the no, image. He's the management leader, director, and Chris is the actual person behind the scenes, the okay. money man. Chris Chris holds the power essentially, yeah. and so Kyle has power, Kyle has but power, he's but also he's, getting all the negativity. Yeah, he gets all the people, blame, and yeah, stuff. that people see. Whereas Chris doesn't get the blame, yeah, because nobody knows he he's put money into this. But since Chris is above, or since Kyle's above Jake, he can f- flow that blame downward yeah. onto Jake. But eventually Jake has to, like somebody's like, I need to speak to the manager. And it goes to Kyle. That's how I feel. They get angry at Jake and they, I want to speak with your manager. It doesn't go to Chris, it goes to Kyle. Right, Chris is, he's, Chris is safe. Because Chris is safe because Kyle's ready to take on this. Right. Like Kyle, he, he does it every day. Yeah, so he's, like he's ready to go, he's customer go service. off he's on, customer on the person. Yeah, he knows how to deal with people in the public. He's ready to tell those people to fuck off. That, Kyle's Kyle's got that skill. <laughs> so yeah, that's where his team flies. All right, I, I would put him as the other seven, seven, and one across from Amanda because they have very similar teams. <laughs> All right, we're up to the Diglets. Uh, they're, diglets. Little, they're little eggs. 
little Najee Harris. A little Diglets. I never thought he would be a Derek Carr Devontae Adams fanboy, but here we are. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Brett has a completely different reaction. Yeah, because I feel like he's always hated Derek Carr, except for somehow he likes him this year. So he's all in on that connection. Yeah, apparently it's a college connection. I did not know they were really? college teammates until today. I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is really State good. So I, AJ Brown is pretty good. They have Renfro on. The, they got a lot of mouths to feed. But on he's the got Las the Vegas. double connection. He's got both of his quarterbacks and running backs, like AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. They're a duo as well. Yeah. Wow, he's stacked. So if Philly and Las Vegas. Both have good games. He's gonna win every time. I feel, if they both yeah. have bad games, he's guaranteed to lose okay. that week. This is a weird thing, but I feel like he has an obsession with the number one receiver for Tennessee. Who is the number one receiver? For it's Tennessee? Traylon Burks now. I don't the know guy who that, that Morris uh, recruited, who was really good when Chad Morris left. But he just whoever is the number one tight end receiver any year, I feel like he goes and gets him. Right. I don't know why. Maybe he loves Tennessee. Yeah, I, I feel the same way about the Chargers. Yeah. So, but the benefit for him is the Titans receivers always go cheaper than the Chargers receivers. Yeah. No, because Tennessee is not really a slinging. This team is really weird. I can't put a theme to this team at all. Who's G Davis? Gabriel Davis. He's like this really fast receiver on the Bills. Is he their number one receiver? No, that's Stefan Diggs for sure. He has a lot of potential, but this would be his second or third season, so he better show it. It's really funny. Each year he gets in the league, he gets hyped up more and more because the Bills are getting better and better. So we'll he's see got, if this is the breakout year. He's got Cam Akers, who that... That's very shaky. That's shaky because he gets injured, plus Henderson always wants touches. <laughs> Tyler Boyd is his... Final receiver, Tyler Boyd. No, he's got Rondell Moore after that. That's like a really small guy. That's really fast. He's got Kenneth Walker, who doesn't, ha who has that hernia problem. I'm scared for Leonard Fournette because of the offensive line injuries I was telling you about that Tom mm -hmm. Brady had. Um, I'm torn here. I, I want Alex to do well, but I don't. Whew, this, I mean, this team could go off, but I just don't. Who's in this division? See it. In this division, he's in the crappier division, isn't he? With uh, Jake, yeah, Jake and uh, Chris, and Chris, the... yeah, Jake, and obviously the crappier division. Hmm. A good player was like put this team. Me and Kyle were in the other division. I don't know. I want to say this team is like mm, nine and six or six and nine. Yeah, it could go. I I could see it. It really depends on his running backs. I would say either five and ten yeah, or ten and five. I think it's that big of a swing because those two teams. If Philadelphia is good this year, he could be really good. I don't think he's getting anything out of a second tight end until he finds another one. I think, I think that project's over. Like it's it's been too long. People need to kill it. Like this is his fourth or fifth year, and why does Gusecki's picture look like he's like forty five? Um, but like everybody's been hyping him up for like three four years, and like I feel like it's gone. Like he's just not gonna ever be that guy. Because you, first you had to get it from Tua, and that's already risky already. And you're talking about the third best weapon at best? We've got Tyreek Hill getting it from Tua. And then you have Jalen Waddle, so at best yeah, he's Waddle, third. Yeah. 
third and a tight end, which and Tua doesn't throw it that often, does he? He's not like a he's not prolific a great thrower, thrower. Right? Yeah, and then Justin Fields has a terrible line, so hopefully he throws it off to Cole Komet. Cole Komet has potential, but he's just gonna have to live off all the other positions. He's building a lot on Derek Carr. You think that was kind of the, the make or break? Because he doesn't even have another quarterback. Oh, well, he has Fields, Fields, but I don't know. I don't know. Is Fields any good? That was where I was. Like, I literally was like, do I get Derek Carr and Fields? And I couldn't do it. And that's how I ended up with Davis Mills. <laughs> I was like, I just don't think they're that good. But maybe he's, I'm wrong. Because I don't know. Yeah, that's... The line for Chicago is really, really bad. So I don't know. I didn't even want to take any bears. But Derek Carr could be good. Is this henchman or Frenchman? It's a henchman. This is a lot of people who are like worker bees. So there's like a lot of like henchmen. There's a lot of grunt workers on this team. Like the Leonard Fournette type. Yeah. Like a lot of those kind of players. Like even Don Devontae Adams, who's a stud, is like a grunt worker and Najee Harris they take they get they take a lot of the receptions for like six yards or whatever they're not like the flashy kind of players I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's a wandering Frenchman that hasn't found himself and is trying to so he might be gay or (laughs) does he not know his pronouns like where are you trying to go he might be a he him they her like I don't know where are you trying to go a wandering Frenchman sounds like a gay Frenchman who wants to double check that he's gay, but he doesn't know. All I meant by that was he's like wandering the streets. There's, there's nothing about oh. sexuality in here. <laughs> That's what I related it to. <laughs> That's not what you were going to. Why else would I'm he be wandering? Like, like a Frenchman. But why would he be lost in the streets? <laughs> He's like, like a wandering Frenchman that's gonna like bet bet it all like on a roulette table, and either and he's like bust or go. Not that he's wandering about his pronouns. <laughs> he's just he's he's. Okay, we were way off on that. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Alex. <laughs> this guy's like thinking really hard about his sexuality. That's what I thought he was talking about. He's. But, no, he's, he's just, he's he's just a gambler wandering the streets. He's street. a gambler wandering the streets. <laughs> like a gypsy? Yeah, like a gypsy type okay. of Frenchman. <laughs> okay, we're going to apparently agree to disagree because I thought he was like a very sexually active man who could not figure out what his preference is for. <laughs> and he's just a gypsy. And you're, you're folks, we're on the same page. Good to know. Uh, do we have anything else to say about this team? No, I think I think uh, I think that covers it. Okay, we only have one team left, and it's everybody's favorite, the motorcycle man, the German, German war machine. War machine. He had the last pick. Yeah, remember because he abstained from um, from picking for the live, and then somehow they gave him the all Japanese team, and they fucking ended up last. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was literally four Japanese players. Were they Japanese players that had been on the tour before? Or there's like four that no one's ever heard <laughs> They're of? They're on the Asia tour. Okay, so no one's ever yeah. heard of them. So that's how he ended up with his back-to-back that's, quarterbacks. That's appropriate for Evan, because he's always he's always going, Asia! <laughs> I'm glad he got the Japanese I know, team. they knew. So he went quarterback, quarterback, running back, running back, running back. So he did the opposite oh. of your strategy, where he just took 
two really good quarterbacks. I like his quarterbacks. <laughs> he took really good. three running backs and hope for the best. And then said, <laughs> so, I'm going to take one more around later. His running backs that he has, Dobbins, is he the starter? Yeah, but he was all injured last year. So he might be good for the value he got then. Yeah. He got the two running backs after Saquon. That's why I took Saquon. Eli Mitchell and J.K. Okay, Dobbs. so he basically waited to get receivers last. Is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. He got Juju Smith, who could be pretty yeah. good as the number one. Yeah, but he already had Marquise Brown. So that's why he waited so long, because he's ah, supposed to be good. And then he took Hopkins, who has a drug suspension. Nobody knows what Galladay's going to do. Receiver, I mean, he took a really like really good high upside guy, like Devontae Parker might finally make it. And then Jalen Tober, I don't, I can't believe who's, he went so much. He's gonna have to be the number two receiver for the Cowboys. They don't have another choice. There's just nobody else. Who's their number one? C.D. Lamb. Lamb. But they don't have another choice. Like he's gonna, he's a rookie, but they don't have anybody good. It's oh, just until, lost Amari, yeah. And then Gallup is still injured. So until Gallup comes back, it's gonna be so Jalen Tober. So this might actually be pretty good because I don't. And then we all don't know who Alex Pierce is. I think that was a consensus. Like, you didn't know who... Were you the guy to say who is Alex Pierce? I said that about virtually every player. Uh, but I didn't know who Alex Pierce is either. But he must be a rookie. We'll see. He doesn't have a photo. He's a solid day two draft capital. He's basically going to replace T.Y. Hilton. I like I this team. I think if this team clicks, it's going to be pretty good. Especially if Juju turns out to be the number one in Kansas City. Because he's going to yeah. have that Mahomes-Juju connection. He's going to win a lot of games with that if, if that turns out to be a connection. I don't think he'll be last again. I don't I know. There's no team. There's no way this team gets last place. I think this is one of the stronger teams. Um, is this a henchman or Frenchman? This is definitely a strong henchman. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've always loved Chase Edmonds. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get him. Uh, I... Yeah, this is a henchman. This is, this is a strong henchman. Where does he work in the whole thing? In the whole <laughs> scheme the of your... I have no clue. Henchman? Yeah. Is he hmm. back end, front end, front of the house? The one murdering people? Apparently that happens he's, in your corporation. He's, well, he's higher up on the management chain than Jake. Um, but... I don't know. I think it might be the henchman that does like behind the scenes type work like Chris's. Okay. You know, he like makes all the purchase orders for knives and guns and he, he buys. Keeps, he keeps everything in order. Right, he hides the bodies. <laughs> the body. Why he is knows there, where all the bodies Why are. is your corporation having to kill so many people? That is the end game that I have not. These are henchmen. That's what henchmen do. They're, they're evil. They are they like a more villain, of so. a like, I'm trying to think like, who's that guy? Dave Bautista, a Guardians of the Galaxy actor. Is it, are they more like buff like that? Or are we talking like skinny Those ass? Those are more the grunts. Or are we talking about skinny ass henchmen? We're talking about more of like the skinny ass henchmen that are more like intimidating. <laughs> like they'd stab you or shoot you immediately. They're not going to like wrestle with you. Hmm. Okay. What does your business do, sir? <laughs> I still don't know. It's, it's, it's a villainous business if, you, if you're a henchman. Do you like run hobbits around town? Is that what you do? You just uh, Uber for hobbits? Is that your whole business? Yeah, I've been watching The Hobbit this weekend. I told Austin that before this draft. He was like, why would anyone watch The Hobbit? Which again, it's I on thought Prime he... Video, so I had to go watch it again. I haven't seen it since the theater because I remember it was pretty bad. 
and you didn't leave it at the theater. You just well, I wanted to see if it like got better after repeat viewings, and like it's it's watchable. It's just not as good as the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so who's gonna win the league this year? Yeah, what's our? Let's make our two final predictions for last winner and, and last first. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Chris is gonna win this year. Ooh, I like his team. Ooh, upper management wins. Um, wow, corporate. Wins again. And for last place, <laughs> who do you think it's gonna? It's gonna be close. I think there's gonna be a lot of contenders. I think there's a lot of. cut off there for a second let's let's add our, our final predictions I said Chris is gonna get first place who do you think is gonna get first place um, looking we'll go vote with his rival Jake you think Jake's gonna take it again yeah I bet I don't like it when it comes down to Jake and Chris that's Me either we have that, done bad things that's that's not the way this league should go. So let's work as a team, everyone, to make sure that they do not both enter the playoffs in different seeds where they can actually like meet each other in the championship. Who do you think it's going to get last? You said it was a three-horse race. I, I think it's between you, me, and someone else. Oh, yeah, I forgot you. You, me, I'm and... I'm going to say you, me, and Alex. <laughs> I'm going to say Alex's his two quarterbacks don't work out with their two receivers. That's the prediction I'm going to make. You and we're going to be in a dirty Alex. fight for last place. I don't think he wants to hear that. I don't think he does. I think you and me are the prime two suspects. <laughs> I'm going to say you're going to get last place then. That'll be my final answer. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be battle attrition. I'm just got to beat. You're relying on Kenneth Gainwell, so I'm, yes. I should be okay. The best thing about my team is that you have Jared Goff as your second quarterback. <laughs> He's my so. only other quarterback. <laughs> So, as bad as my team is, I can, I know my quarterbacks might be shitty, but I also know <laughs> Mine are just as bad. that I did not draft six right receivers, <laughs> so I should be overall better in the grand scheme of things. Right. So, so who's your, am I your last place pick? Yeah, you're my last place. Like, so, what do you, do you include Alex in the three way fight? I don't know. His team is very close to Grant's team. I think him. You think Grant might be in the three way yeah. fight? Grant has a lot of fancy names. That might not come to fruition. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, maybe I should choose Grant over Alex last place. Because I don't want to see Alex get last place. Grant, I would love to see get last place. That would make me very happy. Because Grant's going to be too worried about, like, random shit that he shouldn't be worried about. Like, his keeper. You only get one keeper. It doesn't really... Like, you just hope at the end of the season is somebody that you still want to use. Right. And nobody really, like... Everybody thinks they know their keeper, but it really isn't until, like, the following season. Right. <laughs> like, in August, they're like, oh, I'm really good. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, everybody who prepares for a keeper... It never works yeah. out. Like, I'm sure Amanda did not think Justin Jefferson was... going to be, be that like, good. Yeah. yeah. He's good. Like, he's a good flyer to take on at that point. But, like... You shouldn't plan on it just because that's the whole point of this form format is that like you can take a risk but like it's not guaranteed. I think Algier or Game One will be my keepers next year. I don't think Game One's gonna be your keeper. <laughs> I will give you my keeper if Game One ends up as your keeper. That's how confident <laughs> I am. Like there's just not a scenario where I think it's never gonna be like a three to four man mess in Philadelphia. Right. 
between the because the quarterback takes a, a lot of the rushing already with Jalen Hurts. Like he'll take a lot of short game, and they're they're always trying to find some short game running back. That's why Miles Sanders is still a thing because game was not that. What do you just love Memphis running backs that much? I, they always beat us. Well, they're all they're all fancy. Like everybody loves them. Like Tony Pollard and uh, Antonio Gibson. They, they all got good yeah. footwork and they 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 dominate. I, I just I don't know. You should just take AJ Dillon again. Keep him. I thought Herbert's gonna beat her. Be all and all. Yeah, but he got carted off. <laughs> yeah, according to you, he, he was to practice. He was he was raised up. <laughs> he, was, he was raised up like a king. He was that good. Well, that's our all our thoughts for this episode. Hopefully, we'll have more of them, and hopefully, you guys will join us or let me know if you want to be a co-host, so you can talk trash about us. I think that's the only reason you would want to get on. The only defend I'm... yourself from all these people that don't know anything they're talking about. All right, see you. I don't know when the next pods will be, but soon? <laughs>